0: And welcome, one and all, to the August summer holiday edition of Black Milkshake Comedy Podcast. With me, your Macirko, sitting here in my deck chair,
1: and I'm Ray Mac. Welcome back, everybody. Great to see you, Jim. Sir, just admiring your colour. You're brimming with colour, if I may so. So <laughs> that suits you, suits you, sir. Oh. Yeah, well, I've been on holiday for the best part of the month. a month. Holiday, my friend. Moving around the country for one month, one full month. Seeing friends and family and doing other dutiful things. What about you, Ray? Well, you know me, Jimmy, not one to brag and go on. (laughs) But seriously, I paid a visit to my local church last week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and when you were away gallivanting across the globe, it's just a wee walk away from the James Joyce, by the way, from our podcast here, and I met the good priest himself, the good man of the plot, and I said to him, I said, sir, this is a lovely, beautiful, gorgeous, fine church you have here. Did you mean St. Anthony's? Is that the one? That's the one. Mm-hmm, it is. And he says, why? Thank you very much. It's Norman, you know. I said, sorry, Norman. (laughs) (laughs) It's a beautiful, gorgeous, fine church you have here.
0: No, seriously, it is really, really a gorgeous church. I mean, to see a Christmas Eve uh, service in there is something special. But a lot of people don't know about Turkey, that Turkey is such a mix of different places and so many different ethnicities and groups, almost like America in a way. It's just you come here and then you Turkish. And that church was actually built by um, the Italian community. They built it so that they had a place of worship right
1: in the center of Istanbul. So there you are. Love that. Really, really like that. Good skills, Jimster. Black Milkshake, the podcast part three cracking show lined up today, Jimster. Mm-hmm. Quick look at the highlights of Black Milkshake. We are going to be listening to the tales of Longford Lusty Postman. Hansi is back with a vengeance and a brand new feature. Lost in translation with are good self. And that's always a great laugh. Love it. A wee bit of the profound truth based on... My good self, Ray-ality. Celebrity, true or false, Ray's happy hour, plus special celebrity chef, Montague Whitnail, better known to us, Jimster, as, as Monty. Uncle Monty. Uncle Monty. He's going to be dropping in, and he is going to show us how to do a leg of lamb, and the latest adventures of Jim MacDonald, and of course, goes without saying, scoops of intoxication along the way. Uh,
0: hello. Uh, My name is Mossy Flood and I'm from Longford and I've been asked by Longford County Council and the Tourism Board to make this video to prove that Longford is not the most miserable place in Ireland and I just... Want to give you one
2: example.
0: My, uh, next door neighbour, Mrs. Mahan, uh, Frank Mahan's woman, and, but, uh, the Mrs. Mahan, uh, she became quite, uh, addicted to Peter the Postman, uh, who'd be a harmless fellow fella uh, in his own way, and yet see him uh, pushing stuff into her letterbox, uh, and, and, and then, and then as the months went on, uh, Peter the Postman started pulling in uh, Mrs. Mahan's back street, so no one could know what was going on. Just one example of how, how much fun there is to be had in Longford. And my name is Massey Flood, and I'm from Longford. You are lost in translation. I am sorry, my friend, but I do not know what the hell you are talking about. I think anybody who's lived abroad and tried to learn a foreign language has had times when they've been lost in translation, where things have just gone wrong. You're trying to say one thing, and it comes out in a very, very different way. I remember when I was at school about 30 years ago, I had this wonderful French teacher called uh, Rob Margolis, who was a great, great laugh. And he was a fantastic teacher, but he was also a lot of fun. And you could ask him rude words, or any other words, and he'd tell you but, of course, it was understood that you wouldn't share them with the rest of the class. So one day I asked him, I think I was about 15 or 16, I asked him how to say self-pollution in French. And, um, of course, I'm sure you know what I mean when yeah. I'm talking about self-pollution, the act of self-pollution, self-solo love, hand Solo, you name it. <laughs> um, so I wrote this down in the back of my exercise book. I wrote down, se brunne. The reflexive verb, and forgot all about it. Funnily enough, I didn't need it in my school leaving exams. And many years later, I found myself living in France, um, in this tiny, tiny, tiny room in the student halls of residence. And I had this tiny kettle, which I balanced on the side of the sink. And this was just a a sink, a bathroom sink, a tiny, tiny wash basin. And I was boiling the kettle, which didn't switch off on its own one day. And somebody knocked on the door and it was this great multitasking panic. And in the thing, do I answer the door? What do I do about the boiling kettle? I, I tried to do both at the same time and ended up knocking the boiling kettle all over myself and well i'm sure you can imagine how nice that feels and it it was a girl that i knew and she saw what a state that i was in and of course i'd got third degree or second degree or 15th degree burns on my hand and she quickly went and got some antiseptic and she wrapped it up and i was in i was in a lot of pain it was it was really really horrible and didn't think of going to the hospital or anything, but it really wasn't that nice. But as as the day went on, took some painkillers and everything was absolutely okay. Cut forward to about 10 o'clock that night. And um, I'm walking down my corridor and I see this guy who I vaguely knew on very, very polite um, hello terms. Didn't know each other intimately in any way. But, of course, the, the French word for to burn yourself is se brûler. And somewhere in my confused mind, I tried to explain to him. He, he asked me, what has happened to you? And I said, um, je me suis i I've burned myself. And he looked at me in the strangest, strangest of ways. And I couldn't work out what was wrong with him. But I thought, who needs this? I've just burnt my hand. I need to get some sleep. So I was just lying there in bed that night about 10 minutes later it suddenly occurred to me and i burst out into laughter and i realized that i hadn't told him that i burned myself i told him that i had been abusing my body in a manual way oh god
1: <laughs>
0: how embarrassing strange, strange what the brain does
1: Got to hand it to you, Jimmy. Ooh. <laughs> Got to hand it, was, it to you, pal. It your, was the pal. right hand as well, Ray. <laughs> Seriously. <don't>. Good skills. <laughs> I'm roaring. I'm buckling. <laughs> okay, on the other hand... <laughs> in theory, theoretically speaking, most people stick to the same deodorant or antiperspirant. Which one do you use or roll with, gemstone? Oh, I like that
0: roll with. Um, I, I'm a, a sure or a Rexona man. That's, that's pretty much the same thing. But I'm sure that Rexona is the way forward, anyway.
1: I was just thinking, actually, Rexona, sure, axe. Mm-hmm. That's why I axed you. Oh. Well, ax is, the, is what we used to call links, isn't it? That's a uh, uh, exactly. kid's deodorant. Yeah. Good skills, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I'm still thinking, you know, I bet it's all spice what you rub under your arms to keep you nice and fresh, Jimster. I couldn't possibly comment on that one. <laughs>
2: I bought the fresh stick, just as you told me. You're absolutely right. It's neat and quick, and it goes on dry. It did make me feel cool and sweet, just as you said. I did everything you said, but my boss still hasn't asked me to lunch.
0: Unlike some deodorants, fresh doesn't guarantee you'll get ahead in business. All fresh does is keep you fresh.
2: When you think of it, that's
0: quite a lot. Tell you what, Ray, what a different world that we live in today. In the 1950s, that woman was insulted that her boss didn't invite her to lunch. I tell you what, by the 2010s, I was in a situation where my boss was insulted I wouldn't go for a drink with her. (laughs) Even after she'd rubbed the inside of my thigh in a public place. And I don't mean that my thigh was public. I mean in a room with lots of windows. My goodness. Sexism in the workplace, sir. (laughs) Anyway, have you ever had any experiences like that, Raymond? Hand on heart? No, never. Good. Let's keep it that way. And don't try this at home, kids.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm putting you on my list of enemies. There. You're in for it now. Ha!
2: Only joking! Celebrity true or
1: false? You can't handle the truth! Celebrity true or false? Yermo Karko. That's a very interesting pronunciation of my name. Well, I thought it was like that. Yorma Kiriko. My podcast partner, or better known to me as Jimster or Jimmy. As the great Rick Astley once quoted, you know the rules and so do I, pal. So simply, simply Jimster, true or false, no acting, no acting the grey rat, as my mother would say, no shenanigans, no tomfoolery, just true or false. True.
0: (laughs) You've got it already. I know the rules and so do you. No, I, I'm a champion of this. I seem to remember I won last month's edition.
1: Well, you're doing quite well. Now, are you ready for question one? Actually, we've got around four or five questions today. Are you ready for question one? True. <laughs> I did it again. Mick, Mike McNaysmith from the Monkees. His mum invented post-it notes. True or false? His mum invented
0: post-it notes. I wouldn't have a clue about that. Not a
1: Scooby-Doo, so I'm going to go for... Ooh, uh, false. Wow, false. She invented tippics. Oh. I overheard a bloke, actually, down at the local juicer. <laughs> he once said that Mike McNaysmith was one cent to a correction facility. Oh, was he really? (laughs) (laughs) No pun intended. I'm sure that was a very fluid stay. Exactly. Correct me if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Question two, Jimmy. REM is short for remember because Mike Stipe, the driving force behind the excellent group, had a terrible, horrible, bad memory, plus forgetting certain lines to certain tracks while performing live that cheesed off the other members of the band true or false hmm. well
0: i can see why some people might go along with this but i do know that uh, i was a big fan of r e m at the time and i do remember that i do remember <laughs> that r e m is about dreams it's rapid eye movement and it's a stage of sleep that we go in when we start to dream, I do believe. Is that two out of two now, Raymond?
1: That's two out of two. You're on the ball, or you're on the eyeball. <laughs> Good scales Blue Peter badge mm-hmm. and a Crackerjack pin in the post for you, pal, if you keep it up, Jimmy, okay? Okay, we'll do our best. Uh, let's move on. Jim will fix it for you. Yeah. Question three. Johnny Logan won the Eurovision Song Contest three times. True or false, Chimster. Right. Um, it's the second
0: time today where I absolutely have no idea. So I'm going for a very, very,
1: very random true. Wow. Good skills. It's true. 1980. What's another year? 1987. Hold Me Now. And he also composed the winning song in 1992, for Linda Martin, his nickname is Mister Eurovision. Is that right? You learn something?
0: You do indeed. And even though I'd never heard of any of those people in the questions today, I still got three out of three, which makes you almost think that I saw your notebook earlier, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, Jimmy, you're a gangster. Now, question four. You're doing good. Good lad. Good lad. Good lad. Johnny Logan's daughter is Turkish.
0: False. Mm. Jimmy. Have we got any non-Johnny Logan Uh, uh, based questions here?
1: Because I don't know who the guy is. It's true. Okay. Fair enough. Back in the day, (laughs) (laughs) back in the day, he had a passionate affair with a very, very famous Turkish belly dancer. Her name was Burchen Bambi Orhan. Mm. She became pregnant by Logan in 1987 and a baby was born in a Manchester hospital one year later. She split up from Logan soon after the birth. Logan married at the time of the six-year affair. The Dirty wet. Yes. And as you could say, Yoroma Kirko, we learn something new every day. We do. And tomorrow I will learn who Johnny Logan is. Good old (laughs) Wikipedia. (laughs) Final question. Mick Jagger once visited a sex therapist due to his addiction to Jiggy Jiggy, but ended up seducing the therapist.
0: True or false? I very much could imagine that's true. That's nothing to do with Marianne Faithful, is it? And that, uh, maybe she was, I think she was a singer actually, but I know there was something to do with the Mars bar inserted in a very rude and intimate place. Well,
1: well you, did, you did good, Jimmy. It's actually true. And in theory, theoretically speaking, that, ladies and gentlemen, is where the song Move Like Jagger hailed from. Is it really? Is it really? So four out of five. Good this skills, yeah. Well done,
0: good They were hard this week. They were much harder than usual. Happens. Yeah, well, that's,
1: that's good for you, isn't it?
0: It is. It tests me, it tests me.
1: Yeah, we need a little bit of that. This is a madhouse. You'll get used to it. You're breaking my heart. I couldn't if
0: I tried. Oh, honey, if I get wrestling. Oh, well, you're not that kind. And in a new feature on the podcast, we have South Africa's famous mystic and agony uncle, Honzi, who's going to be answering your letters and trying to give you practical solutions to those problems that sometimes you need just a little helping hand with. And we've got a letter in from Alan in Glasgow who writes, Dear Hansi, last week on my way to work, the chain came off my bike and I had to take it back home. When I got in, I found my wife doing a strip tease on a webcam in the bedroom. I'm 36, she's 37. I was horrified and can't find a way around this. Please help. First of all, I'm very sorry to hear about your recent problems, Alan. Uh, I'm sure it's very distressing. It might be that the chain has a stiff or bent link or is clogged up with dirt. A visual inspection while turning the cranks should reveal where the problem lies. And we just had a letter in from Belinda in Surrey, and she writes, "Dear honzy my mum's dog attacked the postman recently. I'm 23, the dog's six. I tried to help him, then one thing led to another, and now I think I might be pregnant. What should I do? Well, I'm, I'm very sorry to hear this, Belinda. Maybe you need to be more careful with your choice of dog in the future. My cousin Andre can get you a Rhodesian Ridgeback that's had a vasectomy." Don't, That
1: kind. <laughs> I'm buckled. <laughs> that, I
0: love that jingle, Jimser. <laughs> that, that was actually recorded on a Sunday morning. Actually, the Sunday morning that I'd caught COVID, but with a towel on my head and messing about with that song in my living room in Greece. <laughs> you're, you're quacking up. <laughs> oh, zip it, zippy. It. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. A wee bit of the profound truth based on reality. We have ignition. Strap in. And you've got it. A wee bit of the profound truth based on reality. In theory, theoretically speaking, how you exit a film when it finishes defines the experience. In theory, theoretically speaking, how you exit a film when it finishes defines what the experience was really like. Like Groundhog Day. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For example, I remember now Just like it was yesterday, Jimmy I was coming out of the Savoy Cinema In my hometown, Ballina Pumped up, hyped up to the gills Feeling I could take on And conquer the universe, Jimmy
0: I proceeded
1: to walk up Common Hill to my house. All at the age of 11 years of age. Wasn't even afraid of the dark at this stage. And all of a sudden a neighbourhood bully, who had tormented me for years, shouted from the other end of the street, Hey, tomato Head! And if that wasn't enough, he had to add more venom and up the ante. He said, Hey! Red nuke. Now, Jimmy, i got to explain. i got to explain that word to you. Red nuke. That's a horrible, disgusting word. That's a bad word for head, a isn't ginger it? Like, no. Red means red head. Seriously. There was, no, there was no need for that. There was no need for that. He could have called me Ray or Raymond or my three-barrel name. Raymond Anthony Joseph. Or even, uh, a, or even a member of the red-headed community. <laughs> but he went all ginger on it, yeah. Jimmy, yeah? Now, I can't remember if I walked over there, Jimmy, seriously, like ramrod straight, or I was bobbing and weaving, ducking and diving, if I was fighting Apollo Creed. <laughs> that's it, that's it. The music, that, that thing, that Rocky, was still fresh and buzzing in my head, louder and louder. The adrenaline from the last fight was still pumping and seriously Jimmy I got lost I got lost in the whole Rocky thing I hit him with so many lefts I'm sure he begged me for a right he must have thought he was surrounded when I hit him so many times now to set the uh, record straight Jimmy I'm a lover not a fighter and as I stood there looking over him this big bully laid out and shot. I straightened myself up pal head high, and I proceeded back up Convent Hill, thinking to myself, I was punching well above my weight, or I was just clearly boxing clever, pal. Maybe you are, But to make a long story short, or a short story long, that's a wee bit of the profound truth based on reality from your 11-year-old podcast partner coming out of Rocky 1, Savoy Cinema, Balanagh, County Mayo, Ireland, back in the day.
0: Oh, he must be a nicker
2: snatcher. Yeah,
0: yeah, they all look like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we both like a bit of cooking, don't we, Ray? And and that was one of the reasons why we decided to get a very special guest in today. We have Montague with Nell coming in, the organic chef, who actually played Richard Griffiths in the TV show Pie in the Sky. Uh, just curious, by the way, is he your uncle? Well, not technically speaking. Um, He used to have a holiday cottage about a mile from my mum and dad. Uh, He's got a few sons that I've seen. Um, He used to holiday there a lot with them. Fantastic cook. He invited us over one night for a meal just after his youngest son had gone back to college.
1: Mouth-watering, chef. Well, I kid you not, he's going to be in with us in a few minutes in the James Joyce, preparing a delicious Sunday leg of lamb.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to James Joyce for the
1: podcast, Uncle Monty. Oh, good morning. Seriously, it's a pleasure to have you here on our podcast in the James Joyce. I'm salivating at the thought of what you're going to rustle up for us. Standard. Can we get you a drink, Monty? Sure, we're in the pub after all. Good old Erson over there. He will bring you whatever you want.
2: You can prepare me a small, rhesus-negative Bloody Mary, and you must
1: tell me all the newest. I I think that's something we can talk about after the show, Uncle Monty. We'll have some crack after the show, Monty.
2: How right you are. Do you grow? I
1: like gardening, so yes, I guess I grow. I'm not quite sure what that means, but it sounds rather amusing. Do
0: you like vegetables?
1: Peppers, carrots, that kind of thing. I dream of getting a nice rose garden when I retire.
0: Oh, little I think the carrot infinitely more fascinating than the geranium. remember you saying as well, Ray, that you fancied a vegetable patch. Uh, yep.
2: Flowers are essentially tarts. Prostitutes for the bees. Carrot has mystery. There is, you will agree, certain je ne sais are um, very special about the firm young carrot.
0: You can probably hear from all the clattering and banging that we're down in the kitchen now and Monty is preparing his vegetables. Mmm, nice aprons.
2: No, 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 I hear you're a little wizard in the kitchen. I shall need you to work on a giant.
1: wouldn't say that,
2: exactly. Oh, of
1: course, you are
0: cooking is one of the natural instincts. Yeah, I suppose it is, really. My boys, we're at the end of an age. And here we are. It's, it's great to spend some time with you again, Monty.
1: Meat is perhaps the last island of beauty in the world. Which you is going to down to the rooms for us to Jesus, I- I'll go,
0: I'll go. Okay, Monty, what do I do now? Die, rosemary and salt. It's stimulating getting back to the basics. How do you want to pass me the lamb, Monty? I can
2: never touch meat until it's cooked. As a youth, I used to
0: Right, what are we going to put into the. What are we going to rub into the lamb? Yeah, rosemary and salt. Um, I can't find the rosemary anywhere. I can't find
2: the rosemary? Really. Oh, it. will find it
0: together. Um, it, 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 it could be in my box. It's society's crime, not ours. Monty, um, I'm not completely. Completely comfortable with this. Um, I, I'm not home.
2: I think we'd better release you from the legume and transfer your talents to the meat.
0: I've, I've got the garlic and rosemary. Sh- should I rub it in? Are you a sponge or a stone? Sponge or stone? You like to experience all facets of life? Or do you shut yourself off from your experience? I'm not homosexual.
1: I've got most of the wine from the roller. I'll get the rest in a bit. Cheers, cheers. Don't you worry, I'll get the rest.
2: Raymond, I'm going to teach you how to peel a potato. It's Happy Hour, it's Ray's Happy Hour, it's Ray's Happy
1: Hour. Okay, Shakers, what makes you happy? Gorgeously, deliriously happy. Jimmy, please, ladies first.
0: Oh, thank you very much, sir. Um, Yeah, what's made me happy in the last couple of weeks, it's a strange one, really, coming back from holidays with so many things to sort out, you never really want to come back from your holidays. But it's been really nice to um, see the cats again. Um, Really miss them. And I think this sounds incredibly, incredibly shallow, but um, on Sunday we got a new television package with 54,000... Channels. Oh, 54,000. Count them. Five, four, zero, zero, zero. Channels. I'm hoping for some of that next month. Oh, yeah. And I I feel like a kid who's been trapped in a sweet shop. Although at the same time, it's with a slight bit of regret. It's like getting the best ever present at the end of the holidays, you know. Mm-hmm. Can, yeah. It's great, though. Very excited about this. Good. I Nothing like productive going to be going on in my house for quite a while.
1: <laughs> and what about you, Ryan? Well... Like you once said, I'm actually torn between happy and sad, because last month while you went away, nothing to do with you going away, by the way, I went to the cinema with my better half. We went to the uh, biopic of the King, Elvis Presley. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Starring Austin... He died in the end, didn't he? (laughs) Starring Austin Butler and Tom Hanks. Great cast. Austin Butler, pivotal. Did a fantastic job. All right. Yeah, now, to be quite honest, the magic of the king was told beautifully. The man, Jimmy, whether you like him or not, he was one of the most charismatic beings ever to grace the planet. Oh, he was. Yeah. He was. Before Elvis, there was nothing, said John Lennon. Before anyone did anything, Elvis did everything. Was that John Lennon as well? <laughs> or was that you? <laughs> no, that was me. I tend to what? get you both confused. <laughs> I know, but Jimmy, seriously, I do recommend this film. Uh, it's a film well worth seeing. I'll have a look for that. You love these biopic things. I did. I, I saw the Freddie Mercury one. I saw the Elton John one, and uh, I saw Born, Born, Born. Not Born to Be Wild. <laughs> That's a song.
0: Born Free. The one uh, about born the lions. No. Wasn't not the lions. It was a song? singer.
1: I think it was Bruce Monster. Springsteen. Born in the USA. No, not born in the USA. <laughs> uh, Jimmy. Yeah. Born. Born conspiracy No, not born conspiracy Let's move
0: on (laughs) Um, Yeah, well I'll I'll have a look for that I mean I've not been to the cinema for absolutely years A star is born star is born, finally we get there Great, well done Well done, well
1: done The original is totally, totally different And it's the best of both versions But uh, Lady Gaga did an okay version of it Hmm. Okay, have a look for that and now for something completely different.
0: And on tonight's Corporation Street, Jim MacDonald has a very difficult decision to make. Should he get pissed, start a fight, or both?
2: Right, come on. Let's take ourselves down the boozer while we get still talking down the length of the street. Fair enough.
0: Oh, God, it's Gilroy. Oh, Jim, ju- just ignore him. Really, he's not worth it. You're going to end up in trouble.
2: Look, I know what the crack is, son.
0: Don't go behind the park. Please, please, don't do it. God.
2: I want to see your man. Alec Gilroy. I want to see him now. I believe my wife came to see you today. Uh, you can't come in here. These are private quarters. Get back behind the bar. Well, it's a good spot for a private word then, isn't it? I'm warning you. I'll call the police. You're drunk. This is exactly how Brexit started. Give him a banana. You need putting right, Gilroy, you know that? Yeah. Because if you remember, my wife found out she'd lost her job. And what of it? Coming here begging for her job back? You're not a man at all, are you, Gilroy? You're a wee cock. Strutting about in your dunghill. And I don't give a monkeys about you.
0: Now look here, I did everything to, 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 despite your insults, I told her there might be something after Christmas, so long as she looks the part.
2: If you break a promise to my wife, and by God, you'll answer to me. You're not worth wasting spit on, Gilroy. What on earth is going on? My wife used to work here. Do you know what he says during the first day? He says, why don't you wear something a wee bit more low cut? It attracts the customers. Did
0: you say that? Ew, you dirty old goat. I'm appalled.
2: I don't know if you can understand this, but you find that pretty upsetting. You're not man at all, are you doing? Ugh, yeah,
0: I'll deal with him later. But you, get on the other side of that bar,
2: Jim. Now. Just been educating your husband.
0: I'll be the one to do that. Now leave. And you, get out of my sight, Gilroy, you cretinous little turd.
2: Now, you upset my family, ever in any way. You'll answer to me, son. Now, leave. Rick, I want two bowls of whiskey to take out, so do. Two? I, too.
0: All right, big fella.
2: Ah, what about you, Jim?
0: So, what the hell went on
2: in there? Well, oh, sorry to have to tell you, but uh, Elizabeth lost her job, so she has.
0: So what did Gilroy say?
2: Ach, don't you worry your head.
0: So what's going to happen then? I mean, she's no job. Can can she do that hair-drying thing with you?
2: Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen now. Alan.
0: I'm going to have a drink. I'm not sure how this is going to go down with Liz, to be honest.
2: Oh, well, thanks very much indeed. Why don't you give me a dig in the bake when I'm on the floor?
0: It's just when things go like this, it usually ends up, you know? Here, (laughs) do you want to hear a joke about a banana?
2: Ah, do me a favour. It's not a good joke, it's a bad joke. It's pathetic, it's rubbish. Elizabeth, Let's look, I swear to God... In the Candita by the town of Dundiana.
0: And you see, Ray, that's why we go to James Joyce Irish Pub and not some of the other Irish pubs in town, isn't
1: it? Absolutely. That kind of behavior. My goodness. Absolutely. I, I couldn't choose a finer pub in Istanbul. No, we could not.
0: Black milkshake, best posts of the week.
1: mention for some shakers Morgan Rafter uh, Geraldine Maxweeney Buck Sibbins, Michelle Dolan Sean Loftus now I chose two posts Jimmy from last month instead of one alright okay yeah and the first one came from a good friend of mine from Ballina his name is Sean Loftus mm-hmm. David Hasselhoff walks into a bar and orders a drink it's a pleasure to serve you said the bartender just call me Hoff," he replied sure absolutely certainly said the bartender no hassle. <laughs> Good skills, Sean. Nicely, likey. nicely. Uh, likey, likey, Sean. Good skills. Buck Simmon posted an Aer Lingus flight Dublin to Boston. Air hostess, very nervous, announced that the uh, catering department made a terrible, horrible mistake. A mix-up, she said. Although 226 passengers on board, they received only 80 dinners, she apologised, but said that anybody kind enough to give up their meal to uh, somebody hungry would receive Free unlimited drinks for the remainder of the flight. Next announcement came two hours later when she said, if anybody is hungry, we still have 80 dinners available. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. I Uh, like that. As a great Irish philosopher once quoted, Jimmy. And that'll be you. (laughs) Happiness, pal, is looking down on your next destiny. Indeed it
0: is. I like that. Uh, so just a reminder please to keep sending in your post to black milkshake on facebook and also if you can can you join us please on black milkshake comedy podcast also on facebook we'd also massively appreciate it if you could give us a five-star review on apple or spotify or tell a friend to listen to us these things are really really important we need to be as visible as we can and new listeners are only going to find us if you spread the word uh, or give us those five-star reviews so please do that we'd just like to give special thanks for people who have helped us to make this show today uh, and they are Seamus O'Rourke, Longford Tourist Sports,
1: Montague Withnell, James Joyce Barr in Istanbul, Turkey, Orville the Duck, Zippy Off Rainbow, Elton John and Bernie Taupin, Charlie Lawson, Gareth Aidney, and finally Molly Earhart. See you next month. Great to be back.
0: The podcast was brought to you by Black Milkshake and was presented by Ray Mack and Yorma Kirko. It was produced by James Kirk and engineered by England MacAndrew. No animals of copyright were knowingly violated during the making of this broadcast. Black Milkshake Productions, 2022.